I'm Jessica Randolph, and welcome to the How to Buy a House podcast, where we empower you to invest in real estate and start building wealth for yourself. It's the biggest purchase of your life, and we're going to teach you how to do it right. What's up, beautiful listener? I hope you're having a great day. Wherever you are listening to this podcast, thank you. Thank you for being a part of our community nationwide. I've got a really fun, short and sweet episode for you today because I know January can be busy and we are going to get into how to navigate today's real estate market. I've got Brooke Bucket with us. She is our Rhode Island teacher and she is the queen of Rhode Island. She grew up there. She's been a realtor there for about nine years and she is just so down to earth and so knowledgeable and very modest about how well she knows that market. And we're going to just learn from the best today. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello. Hello, Jess. Nice to see you. Always good to see your beautiful face. How are you? I'm excellent today. We're just getting over some snow. So warming up inside, back to work today, all good over here. Yes. I know we literally are at the verge of melting. We're on day three of snow in Nashville, which happens once a year. And it's beautiful outside, but people do not know how to drive in the snow. It is hilarious. <laughs> I bet that's definitely the case. It's a little more normal up here, but people get really silly when there's snow. So I hear you on that. Yeah, for sure. Does Rhode Island, you guys get a lot of snow? We used to the last few years, believe it or not. It only happens a couple of times a season. So it's still a treat. Yesterday I was looking out the window. I'm like, it feels like Christmas time. Yeah. And we're in January. So. so fun. I need to come out and visit. I've been to Maine, but I've not been to Rhode Island. Like I need to go explore the East Coast. Yes, you do. Definitely summertime. Wait till the summer. It's a, such a treat. I'm a summer New England girl. So yes. If you want to come out, it's boats, it's beaches, it's all the good stuff. I love it. I'm so excited for today's episode. We are going to give you four tips for navigating today's real estate market. And so before we get into our topic, Brooke, maybe just tell us what are things looking like right now at the beginning of 2024 for your real estate market? What are you seeing in Rhode Island? Awesome question, Jess. So this year is definitely an anomaly. I like to say the spring has started early in Rhode Island. So definitely a lot more busyness happening in January. We usually see our spring season start March. I would say spring is well underway. With that said, there is still um, deals to be had this time of year, right? Because it's a little bit before proper spring market. So my buyers are having much more ease in terms of getting their offers accepted. When we've submitted offers, there's only two to three offers on the table. This year, we're obviously set per the feds to possibly see interest rates continue to decline. So we'll see more buyers enter the market just naturally with spring, but also with those interest rates declining. We're set to see that as well. And Providence metro area was just named the number five top hot market in the United States. So we know price appreciation obviously has been happening over here just from the data. But with that in mind, I think we're set to have another really strong year. So it is a good time to invest in the Rhode Island market. Wow. Wow. That's so interesting. I would not expect that. I know a lot of people have been leaving the East Coast and leaving super dense areas like New York and Chicago and LA. And so that is exciting. I love to hear that people are investing in Rhode Island. That's awesome. I feel like our episode topic today is so timely because a lot of people at the beginning of the year, they come up with goals for themselves, whether that's to break their lease this year, or maybe they're like, I have to move out of my parents' house this year, or I have to buy a house this year with my fiance, or you know, they're starting a new job. And people are always thinking of like what's to come with this new year. And obviously that 
also affects what's going to happen with the real estate market is people are like, what's going to happen this year with the real estate market? So let's get into the four tips that we've got. Brooke, what is the first tip that you would give someone who's listening to this podcast? Maybe this is your first episode you're listening to. Maybe you've been listening to all of our episodes. We all know the market changes every single day. It is Wednesday, January 17th that we're recording this. And so just think about that. If you're listening to this, you know, a few months from now, you know, we're going to be having obviously different points, but as of right now, let's go through the first tip that you would give someone, Brooke, if they are thinking, okay, I want to buy a house this year, you know, I want to get pre-approved. What's your first tip? So patience is key in today's market. I could have been saying this tip now for nearly four years, really, since 2020. The market is ever-changing, and ultimately, we've been in a low inventory market for four years. Slightly seeing an uptick every year in inventory, but nevertheless, having patience and going into this process with patience is vital to be successful. Reason being is that I have some buyers that start the process, and the first couple homes they see, they end up finding one they love, they put an offer in and it works out for them. I have other buyers that have very particular criteria and are looking in a specific location and it takes them four to six months to find something or even upwards of a year. So going into this, knowing that there is going to be low inventory, so don't get too upset when you see Zillow, you know, there's only 20 houses popping on a day, not 200 of them. So you have more limited inventory. So being patient as you scroll and knowing that when it works out, it's meant to be and you will always find the house that's meant for you. Isn't that the case, Jess? It's always the case. And I think there's so many stories we could go through with past clients, but you know, missing out on one, it's always like, oh, it can feel so defeating. And I think a lot of people at that point want to just give in the towel or think, oh, maybe it's just not my time, or maybe it's not the right area for me or the right, you know, stars are not aligning for me to buy this house. But I will say everybody that has purchased, at least for me in Nashville, like they've been like, this was the right house for me. And it took missing out on seven others to find this one. And it was all worth it. And so I think trusting the process is so important. And just like you said, being patient is so important. So love that tip. What is tip number two? Your journey is yours and yours alone. It is so important. I have so many first-time home buyers that come to me and they're like, hey, my best friend bought a house. They got a 2% interest rate three years ago and it took them bidding 100,000 over and seeing 10 different houses in order to make that happen. Let's put those stories to the side and know that your journey is going to be uniquely yours because again, market is ever changing. So being up to date with current market conditions is key and leaning into your realtor for the realistic nature of today's market is vital. So you understand the market that you're in and that you'll be purchasing in. And then also understanding that ultimately this journey is yours and how it pans out is meant to be as well. That is so true. I always hear the saying, comparison is the thief of joy, which is true in any area of our lives. Hello, Instagram of just constantly comparing ourselves to other people. But it's true also with the home buying journey. I think that's so smart, Brooke. And, you know, I was just listening to another podcast on just real estate predictions for this year. And they were saying that people that bought in 2021 or bought in 2022, obviously getting a lower rate. A lot of real estate experts are saying that they're going to say the same thing about this time, about the beginning of 2024. I should have bought at the beginning of 2024 because that's right before things got expensive or, you know, right before things got crazy. Because like you said, I mean, when interest rates go down, obviously, yes, for you, you're getting a better rate, but that means that there are more buyers in the market. And so I think it is important to not compare yourself Obviously, knowing where the market's going is important, but it is going to look different based on when you get into it, what year you get into it, how much you're putting down. I mean, what your credit score looks like. 
obviously all of those things kind of dictate your own situation. So I think that that piece of advice is so important. Don't get caught up in, you know, when other people bought and what kind of deal they got, but focus on your story, trust your realtor's advice, trust your lender's advice and do what feels right for you. That is just great reminder. When, like you just said, looking back in hindsight is always key, right? Because it might not feel like a deal now, but everyone that bought in 2021 is so happy they bought in 2021. And I'm sure in 2026, buyers then are going to look back at 2024 buyers and be like, wow, they snagged a deal, especially if prices keep appreciating the way that they are. So there are deals to be had in today's market for sure. And hindsight always provides so much more clarity. But I think that you definitely need to focus on snagging a deal in today's market, not 2021 market in, in your mind, you know? For sure. Also, just to add to that, don't compare your house that you find to your other, you know, your friend's house, your peer's house, because every house is different and has its pros and cons. You might get a brand new construction, gorgeous kitchen, all new finishes, but maybe the location isn't that great or vice versa. Maybe you got an amazing location, but your kitchen needs a complete remodel. Your bathroom needs a remodel. You need a new roof. Don't compare your house, the one that you find that's right for you to your friend's house or your family member's house that they just bought. Obviously that's easy to do coveting your neighbor and things like that, but be content with what you do find and know that your first purchase, even your second purchase does not have to be your forever purchase, but that your house is an investment and it's totally okay if it's not gorgeous and if it's not perfect and it's not truly up to date and needs a little TLC, kind of like the dating world. Like it's okay if it's not like meeting all of your expectations, but meeting most of your needs, I think is important. I love that. That is so true. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's get to tip number three. All right. So don't get hung up on today's interest rates. We kind of were just touching on that. So I love to tell my buyers to focus on affordability. Affordability is so important. So are you in a financial position to purchase right now? And if so, let's focus on your monthly payment and making sure that that's comfortable for you. So we're not ever most likely anytime soon going to see those three to 4% interest rates. So if you are hung up, I hear a lot of buyers that are like, Brooke, I want to buy, but when interest rates come back down to three to 4%, and it's like, unfortunately, that's highly unlikely. And waiting is costing you because I have had people say that for the last two years and interest rates have done nothing but go up and prices have done nothing but go up. So unfortunately, this is costing the money to sit to the sidelines. So focusing solely on that interest rate is not going to get you very far. And instead focusing on if you're in a financial position to purchase now, and if you can comfortably afford to do so and make those monthly payments is going to be a much better way to frame that. And here's the nice thing. If interest rates do continue to go down, some people secured higher interest rates over the last year, 7%, 8%, whatever it may be. If these continue on a downward trend, you may be able to refinance. So purchasing at a higher interest rate can also have a benefit in that sense as well. Y'all, can I get a drum roll, please? If you've been enjoying our podcast, you know that we are very passionate about providing accessible home buying education for everybody, no matter where they're at in the process. And now, guess what? You can do it straight from your phone. Download the How to Buy a House mobile app today. Our app is designed to hold your hand through the process from start to finish and is jam-packed with expert-level home buying education and tips and tricks from the best in the business. We are so pumped about it, obviously, and we think that you will get a lot out of it. So download it today. It's in the App Store, and we would love to hear how you enjoy it. Happy home buying. That is such good advice. I always say to people who are renting, because exactly to what you just said, Brooke, that you know, they want to wait for interest rates to go down or wait for things to get a little bit better. If you do wait and you sign another lease 
and you know you spend two thousand dollars a month on your lease. Let's just say that's about the average right now, and you pay two thousand dollars for twelve months. That's twenty four thousand dollars that you're about to lose. And people forget that. So if you're worried about, you know, not getting the right rate or, you know, waiting for things to get better, it is going to cost you not only because you're probably going to pay a higher purchase price and maybe end up getting a higher rate in the long run anyways, but also you're wasting money every month with renting and it's money that you'll never see again. So that is a great point. Let's hear point number four, Brooke. Okay. So it kind of wraps into point number three, which is that waiting can and will most likely in today's market cost you money. Um, So that's super important because a lot of people think that they're being wise and trying to time the market. And it's never good to time the market. Instead, I always like to say time in the market is much more important, right? So just diving in and purchasing something, if you're ready to purchase a home, makes much more sense. So like you said, you're wasting money renting if you've sat to the sidelines over the past few years. And a lot of markets, so I know on the media, a lot of people hear, oh, prices are coming down. That's the first thing I hear. Prices are coming down this year. And it's like, actually, that's on a national level. And they're looking at major metro areas and other parts of the country. So lean into your realtor and ask your realtor what your local market is doing. So Rhode Island is thriving. I just told you Metro Providence metro area is set to be the number five hot market in the U.S. That is not happening everywhere. So having those real conversations with your agent to kind of see what prices in your area are doing and what interest rates are doing and then making an informed decision is really important, I think, in today's market to best navigate it and see if purchasing makes sense for you. So good. That made me think of a client that I'm working with right now. And he he's buying this house and for sure not his dream house. It is a fixer-upper It's a little bit of a lemon, needs a lot of work. I mean, you name it and it has something wrong with it. It has high radon. It has asbestos. It has lead-based paint. It has HVAC issues. It needs a new roof and he's buying it. And I was talking to him and I'm like, I just want you to know, you know, this house definitely is going to be a money suck and a time suck for you because you're going to have to be repairing these things. He's like, I know, but the location is great. And I am just so sick of renting. I'm ready to be in the game in real estate. I'm ready to start paying and and letting this house appreciate. And I know if I do these things to it, it's going to be worth more. And now I'm not going to be wasting my money renting for another year. And I thought, yes, that is so true. And, you know, obviously he's buying something that's what I would say is a risky, a little bit more of a risky purchase. And yet I still think he's making the right decision because he's just getting in the game as early as he can. It's a house that fits his budget. The location works for him. And he's going to deal with all these issues as soon as he moves in. And he's fine with it. He has peace about it because he's just so ready to start building equity and building wealth for himself. So I think, yeah, don't wait for everything to be perfect. So all of these points are so great. So let's do a little recap. So point number one is patience is key. Yes. Patience is key. I feel like all these things are relatable, not just to real estate, but just to life in general. Uh, so yeah, whether you're ready to buy or not ready to buy, I hope that you get a lot out of today's episode. Point number two, your journey is yours and yours alone. Amen. Point number three, Don't get hung up on today's interest rates. And point number four, waiting can and probably will cost you money. So good. Four easy tips. Breck, you're amazing. And I feel just already so encouraged because I feel like a lot of these things are relating to me today. I was feeling like I was comparing my journey to other real estate agents journey. And this was encouraging for me in my own personal life too. So thank you for these golden nuggets. I'm going to ask you the question I ask all of our episode guests. And that is, if you can give one piece of advice, and I know you've just given four amazing pieces of advice, but maybe this is not real estate related. Maybe it's personal, but what is one piece of advice that you'd love to give today's listener? I 
I liked what you said earlier, Jess, which is just comparison is the thief of joy. It kind of ties back into everything and being content with what you have and excited about what you have. Like you said, even pertaining to your house, for example, be grateful for what you have, what you're building and know that your journey is exclusively yours and what's meant to be and how it pans out is ultimately what's meant for you. True that. So good. Yeah. Brooke, thank you so much for being on today's episode. And if you are in Rhode Island or have family or friends that live in Rhode Island or are moving to Rhode Island, check out Brooke Bucket on Instagram. You can follow along, sign up for her upcoming How to Buy a House class, and definitely let your family and friends know she is the queen of Rhode Island. And, uh, and we love having her on the How to Buy a House team. So Brooke, thank you so much again. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your snowy day. Thank you, Jess. Enjoy and be safe. Stay tuned for more episodes from the How to Buy a House class. You can follow us on Instagram. We're at the How to Buy a House class. You can also email us. Yes, we still use email and we would love to connect to you that way as well. You can reach us directly at hello at howtobuyahouseclass.com. And I also would love to connect with you. My Instagram handle is at Jess Lou Randolph. And we hope you have a fabulous day. Thanks for listening and God bless you. We are so grateful for you, listener, and this podcast is for you. So if there's an episode you'd like to hear or a topic you want us to cover, we would love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram or shoot us a message at howtobuyahouseclass.com. Happy home buying.